0: I have been uh gone for a minute. Um, every time I, I I think I'm gonna be able to come back and just stay here, uh, 2020 throws me another curveball. So I had initially taken a step away from my mental health and uh with the intention of perhaps staying gone um at least through the election, more than likely through the holidays, but it's pretty usual. God or the universe or whatever had other plans for me. So here we go. Adi the monk reached out to me. Adi the monk is all. So from uh, episode five, because he has a new album dropping tomorrow and wanted to do an interview. So I'm back and I'm going to stay back, but I'm going to be chill. It's only going to be like an episode a month, probably until the new year, just to stay on the safe side. I'm a little more open about some opinions on this episode. Um, I try to be kind. I try to keep it low key. But anyway, I'm back. I'm gonna start this episode off with the beginning of Audie's first interview, which is again episode five. Please go listen. But in case you don't have time, or you just kind of want a quick rundown of who he is, this is the beginning, and it's also uh, one of his older tracks, which actually aren't isn't even really that old. It's only from last year. And um, then you'll you'll hear my lovely theme music, and we'll jump into the new interview. So tell uh, my listeners, you know, who you are and what you do, and we'll just sort of go from there.
1: Well, I'm Adi Vermont. I'm a musician based in Asheville, North Carolina. Um, Not originally from here. I'm originally from Illinois. Um, But I've been here for 11 years or more. And um, I was also, I'm mainly a guitar player. People call it jazz, blues, soul. Yeah. Those are the categories I kind of fit. And um, I was a monk for eight years previously, um, in my early 20s mostly. So Adi Purushadas is my initiated name as a monk. It's a Sanskrit name. It means the servant of the original person. And so when I kicked off my solo music career a few years back, I decided to call myself Adi the monk. I already go by Adi.
0: Made you interested in becoming a monk because that's not something you hear of people doing every day. I'm curious it's certainly,
1: it's certainly not something that you hear of people doing every day unless you're <laughs> living in a temple then you sometimes, <laughs> then you sometimes see a lot of that going on um, for for me, it was the the philosophical um, interest or desire to connect with the, our our original consciousness to understand our original consciousness our Existence beyond the body, beyond the mind, beyond any temporary misidentifications that we might place upon ourselves. I had this feeling very strongly when I was in my late teens, Mm -hmm. um, like my last couple years of high school. I was kind of preoccupied with this idea of um, understanding our original consciousness, and it took me to the point of uh, living in temples and practicing daily.
0: Where were you uh, last in a temple at?
1: Well, I basically stopped being a monk in Nepal. Okay. I was in in um, in Kathmandu, Nepal, in two thousand three when I really completely stopped. I guess.
0: So, do you think that? I know that it involves like a lot of meditation. Do you think that that helped you with your playing?
1: Oh yes, I think it's very. Very much uh, connected, very much closely connected, because the music is a direct expression of the self, or at least that's the way that I like to approach it. It's art. It's a direct expression of the self of the soul. So certainly the attention that you put toward the soul and your relationship with the with the super soul through the practice of yoga, that's certainly going to come through in everything that you do.
0: Wow. Well, I, I just, I wondered because I know a lot of guitarists and a lot of them would say that they feel more, most grounded when they're really like lost in their craft. And it's almost like meditation. So, and you said you were a monk. I wondered if that, if they like intertwined with each other like that, that's really cool.
1: And when I play, it is a meditation for me. I'm generally playing in a meditative state. I'm I'm generally not thinking about um, material gain or Things like that when I'm when I'm playing music.
0: Well, I've watched some of your live stuff on YouTube and you your face has that like your lost face, this just peaceful, happy face. And I was like, Oh man, he's in the zone. You can see it. It's all over you. So when did you start playing?
1: When did I start playing? Yeah. Um well, we always had instruments around the house. Uh, my parents were a little bit musical, um, so we always had uh, piano and guitars around the house that mainly my mom was playing. Um, so I was always picking this stuff up. Uh, my first formal instrument was viola in fourth grade, but mm-hmm. I just remember uh, walking to school with my viola every day, wishing that it was a guitar. And yeah. I was really playing guitar, I think, by fifth grade. So about eight or nine, I guess.
0: Oh, wow. Early.
1: It was early, yeah. And really, I had an older brother. He was uh, 14 months older than me. He's since passed on, but
0: mm-hmm. we started
1: playing together. So he was my first musical partner. Our, my first few bands were were with him, um, and we got into it together.
0: Well, that's, that's really cool. Um, a lot of people I've spoken to said they started – you know, writing fairly young. When you did decide that guitar was your your thing, did you start writing almost at the same time? Oh,
1: absolutely. absolutely. That was the whole thing for us, always making up songs uh, oh, yeah. right away. That was the real pull of it. Um, we never got, I never got at any point in my life too much into learning other people's songs. Um. Only when I've like wanted to play with different bands, I've had to learn the songs that they wanted to play. That's it. Otherwise, I'm doing my thing.
0: Well, you're incredibly talented. I've sort of been grooving to the tracks you've sent me, <laughs> honestly, all day. Um,
1: oh, that's so sweet. I got a lot more I can send you. One of the tracks I sent you is from my uh, album with Bobby Sacks. So it's got yeah. the you know last year's when I made that album and I was just completely enchanted by by horns. Just particularly um John Coltrane. Sonny mm-hmm. Rollins, Miles Davis. I mean, that's what I really, really like to listen to is uh, I listen to Coltrane, Sonny Rollins, Miles Davis every day. Oh, um, for sure. But, but that's what I was that's what I was into. I can't do that myself. So I got my friend Bobby Sachs to uh, help me with it. And he did an yeah. excellent job. The Good Rain is from last year. And then that's the that's an eight song album called Soul of the City Streets. And that that's the one that's got. Our man Bobby Sachs on every song.
0: He's he so good. To,
1: he played for <laughs> Marvin Gaye. He played the last eight shows with Marvin Gaye. A lot of other, uh, you know, big names also. He played. He toured with the Jacksons. He toured with the OJs. Frank with uh, Frankie Beverly and Mays. Maurice Williams. Uh, but yeah, he played the last eight shows with Marvin Gaye before Marvin's passing. We we so, only played. We've only played a couple shows together We and we played a an album release party for that last year. It was one of the greatest days of my life.
0: Oh, I University. imagine.
1: And uh, we had a, a very lovely turnout, um, great people, and it was just so much fun. And we're not going to be able to do that this year because we're all on quarantine. <laughs>
0: Like, what did you do in lieu of, like, no venues really being open?
1: Once the restaurants started closing, then I was out of it. So I went to live stream and I had to get all this stuff set up and learn how to live stream, which I'd never done before. And I I did, like, a weekly live stream performance for a little while until I got some uh, outdoor venues that I play at started opening up again.
0: Yeah, I saw, one, I saw a video you shared where you were on the street and somebody kind of joined in with you. That was really cool. Yeah,
1: that's yeah, the best place that I play at here in Asheville.
0: Can you say the name of it? So, like, if any listeners here, they want to go see?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. It's called Sunny Point Cafe. It's in West Asheville. It's um, one of the most popular and highly rated breakfast spots here in Asheville.
0: Is it starting to open back up a little bit for you out there now?
1: had two places that I've been able to play. There are other musicians around here that are playing in a lot more places than that. And, you know, there's musicians out here that are not, still not playing out anywhere. So it's really like a matter of personal discretion. I'm, I'm happy with the two places that I've got. Um, one place is talking about having me back here in a couple weeks.
0: So I guess slowly,
1: slowly it's going to pick up.
0: So I, I saw also on Facebook, because that's all I've got now, is Facebook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is uh uh you were playing with a new group of people. Why don't you why don't you tell the listeners about that?
1: Well, I've been wanting <sighs> to put a trio together and now I've done it. Uh, that's one thing that came out of the lockdown period. It's had a lot of time to plan and kind of pull things like that together. So mm-hmm. I'm really happy with my guys. I've got a dude named John Belizia on uh, bass and Perry Levin on drums and uh, they're really into the music. They've learned a lot of my old songs. and we're, So we're going to do our first performance on the 29th of uh, Saturday, August 29th. And mm-hmm. it'll be a an outdoor lawn concert. And uh, we'll be playing one set of old songs and then one set is the new album.
0: And speaking of the new album, what is up with the new album? What? Well, oh, it's called Soul of the Earth, and it'll be
1: out on Saturday, August 29th, uh, and it's eight songs. Um, yeah, I've got a, one single out already called The Cosmic Thread. Anybody could look it up and check it out. And like I said, the whole album will be out probably by the time this, this airs.
0: And and that's the trio, or that's just you? That's the trio, right?
1: Well, no, I had I put the trio together to help me to uh, release the new album, but they're okay. not on the album. I okay. I have a different drummer that I hired that plays drums on the album. Okay. So he he's actually in uh, Utah, I guess Salt Lake City area. Wow. Yeah, that's how we can do it nowadays. It's pretty cool. I'm actually on a on an album that's supposed to be coming out in uh, from a London-based artist, is an old friend of mine. That that I I thought it was going to come out several months ago, uh, but I can't wait till it does come out because I've got I I think I'm on like eight songs. Is what it ended up. Nice. Yeah, I was supposed nice. to just be on two or three songs to start with. And then he mm-hmm. was like, Yeah, I think I need you on this one. This one, this one. He kept e- emailing me back and asking me to do more songs. I'd do 10, 20 more if he wanted me to. It's fun. Uh... What's his name? Well, his name is Vigiana. His name is John Morgan. I'm not sure what name he's going to use on this. Album. I don't know. I don't know anything about how he's going to release it or when. I haven't asked him. He's been busy.
0: Other than having time to spare as far as creating these new tracks, what was your inspiration behind the new album?
1: Um, I wasn't trying to make a new album. I'm inspired in life in general. wasn't trying to make a new album, but... Um, I had one or two pieces that kind of naturally came to me because I've got music that just sort of naturally comes to me in the course of time. So I had two, three, and then four songs that came to me, and they all seemed to uh, sort of ask to be grouped together. They seemed to want to be grouped together. So I thought, well, shoot, I got another album. Right on. Yeah, that's how it came.
0: I'm ready to hear it because I have been dropping your name. I know the podcast kind of went, because between... The Rona, and then where I live, we're in like the middle of a revolution, kind of. I mean, a lot of us are.
1: Yeah, well, well, you're in the home of Brianna Taylor, are you not?
0: Yes, yes, we are. Uh, Yesterday, something like 26 people were arrested.
1: Have there been arrests? Arrests pretty much every day. Is it? Not every day.
0: Not every day. In fact, for what you don't, you know, on the news you hear, oh, all these, all this violence, all this rioting. For the most part, the the protesters are peaceful, actually. I've been personally impressed. I mean, there was a moment right after where downtown was beaten. There are still windows with no glass. Uh, I mean, spray paint everywhere. But that kind of faded out, and it became more about the reason behind it, which is what it should be. And uh, we had uh, four days of really super peaceful protests. The arrests were because they were sitting in the street. They were blocking traffic. So...
1: Yeah, same thing here when the little protests have, have sparked off in our area here in Asheville. The recent arrests have been because of that blocking mm-hmm. traffic.
0: It's not going away just because we ignore it. But that's just my opinion. Can't ignore it. It's still there.
1: Yeah, we've got our local Confederate monument. It's called the Vance Memorial. It looks like a miniature Washington monument. It's in the middle mm-hmm. of our town. They currently have it like covered with a giant black garbage bag.
0: Yeah, they're like, please don't break it down and take it to a hammer.
1: It, it's more like we can't we can't do anything about it, but uh, it, it's in the it's in the works. Like it's got to go through the bureaucratic process yeah. to decide are we going to rededicate the monument or tear it down or whatever. So in the meantime, let's put a big black uh, garbage,
0: <laughs> just, garbage bag over it. Let's just pretend it's not there right now. People please. Don't look, oh, no. exactly.
1: don't look <laughs> at this right now. So maybe we it's, should just leave it like that. Yeah, I have a very close friend who's who's actually living in Louisville. So I've been hearing some firsthand things from him.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: he's a martial arts um, friend of mine, but he's a uh, former Russian special forces. Operative. No
0: crap. Mm-hmm. A, a,
1: a, a, a Spetsnaz, which is like, a, you know, Russian special forces. But anyway, he said he was out there um, triaging people, at least in the initial days. In the, yeah, the, the, the initial days program. were bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yes.
0: They uh pepper sprayed several journalists. They shot bullet rubber bullets at journalists. They were targeting journalists on purpose. Mm-hmm. I was watching it unfold live and it was you know seven miles from my house. I haven't I'm not a prayer and I've prayed a lot over like the last three months. there's there's got be a resolution. there's got to be a way for people to live together. Without this type of hate,
1: well, how about this? That the the resolution is internal and spiritual. So, talking about Mm -hmm. praying, Mm -hmm. we should be praying constantly. Yeah, we're in. I mean, not because of any current current events or what's going on in the world, but just because of the fact that we're in darkness and in ignorance, (laughs) and we should be constantly praying for mercy. But also, just the fact that you know the problems in the world, the conflict between people they won't go away as long as people think that they're the body and are encouraged to think that they're the body that's the root of the problem we can talk politics and society mm-hmm. and sociology all day long but it comes down to that it that right. if, if you think that you're a white woman or whatever and I, you know yeah. you and i and i think that i'm whatever i you know dark red black african
0: uh, mm-hmm.
1: European, as long as we accept those designations that this is me, this is who I am. I'm an American. I'm right. A, no, we're not. Because we're not the body.
0: This is just a vessel.
1: Yes. And you're not limited to that, to, you know, to that distinction. Uh, I'm I'm a woman, I'm a man, I'm a, an American, I'm an African, I'm Jamaican, whatever it might be.
0: That's not. Who I like are. that. I, and I think a lot of people forget that. I forget that. Um, We've got to see each other as more than what we appear to be.
1: After all, listen (laughs) to that what what our spiritual life is. That's what our spiritual path is. It's it's inquiring into and entering into the spiritual matters. It's not just about externally presenting ourselves in a certain way, dressing a certain way, talking a certain way, et cetera, Mm -hmm. et cetera. It's about the consciousness
0: so do you think any of what we're going through culturally and spiritually or the lack of spiritual spirituality maybe is going to come forward in some of your upcoming stuff? Because I know you said like sometimes songs just present themselves and then, oh, I had several present. that must be an album. Do you see that maybe perhaps taking a turn with some of your next work?
1: Um I'm not trying to make any particular statements about the world in, yeah. in my art. That's not, the, that's not what I'm about. My music is a meditation. It's an offering. It's something that I try to transmit. And it, for me, it's a spiritual offering. And, and I hope it touches people in a spiritual way. And I'll continue doing what I'm doing, regardless mm. of what's happening in the world, what, regardless of what's going on and how people are treating one another. I will keep on playing until I'm not playing anymore. You just stay constant. Do what
0: and you then hear.
1: I'll always be expressing that in some way, whether uh-huh. it's a guitar in my hands or whatever, you know, I'll, I'm, I'm an expressive person. So, um, yes, I'm yeah, just going to keep on keeping on. I'm going to keep on serving.
0: Actually, it's so funny. I, you had, you were, I guess it was the breakfast place. I was sitting outside of work with, with a friend of mine. He's, and it popped up on my feet like, Oh, this is Audie. And I showed him. I was like, I said, you know, so <laughs> number five, blah, 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 you know, toting it. And, uh, he was like, he looks so happy when he's playing. He was like, you can feel his actual joy. Oh, that's but it awesome. was.
1: Um, yeah, I love it.
0: Where do you think that comes from for you?
1: Because it, it's, it's naturally in all of us. It's there. It's in the soul. Hmm. You know, it's, who, it's who we are. We're supposed to be happy it's hard to be happy in this material world, but we're supposed to be happy. But as long as we identify with this material world and we're getting caught up in it, yeah, we're going to be miserable at least some of the time. Mm-hmm. And in some cases, most of the time or all of the time is a duality. As soon as we dip into it, here's the here's way to think of it. When you're in the, in the airplane and you're flying above the clouds, it mm-hmm. doesn't matter what the weather is like below the clouds. But as soon as you dip below the clouds, Yes, it's going to matter if it's raining, you know, what's going on Mm -hmm. beneath the cloud. But as soon as you go back up above the clouds, then you're out of the you're in the clear again. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I see what you're saying. The distinction between the spiritual and the material consciousness. I'm not saying I'm in pure spiritual consciousness, but that's where my happiness comes from.
0: (laughs) I like that. I like that. You guys have been staying safe, staying healthy. That's good. Is she still making masks? I know your wife was making Making masks there for a yeah,
1: while. Yeah. My <laughs> wife is nonstop sewing. They started a company too, so those masks are being produced in a little factory. Yay! It's called Yeah, it's called Ace Mask. I don't think their website is launched yet, but Acemask.com and then she's got her shop here in town.
0: Ace like A C E.
1: Um, yeah, that's my wife's name, just like the card.
0: Nice. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah that's her actual by. name. Yeah.
0: I know you said there are some regular places you're playing, a couple of restaurants. Why don't you you tell everybody where those are and what days you're there?
1: Oh, my pleasure. Oh. I, I don't have the calendar in front of me right now, but i I play at Whistle Hot Brewing Company in Fairview, North Carolina, mm-hmm. regularly, like I'm on an every every other week's schedule there. so uh, it's a really awesome place, uh, Whistle Hot oh, Brewing wow. Company. And then uh, I mentioned Sunny Point Cafe. That's another place I play there every other week right now, too. I keep the calendar updated at AdiTheMonk.com. So that's... I always keep the shows posted on... I Basically, I do Instagram and Facebook and then AdiTheMonk.com. That's where I keep my stuff posted.
0: Back to the new album. All right, so give me a little more information about uh, Cosmic Thread then.
1: The Cosmic Uh, Thread... I don't know what else to say. It's it's just a nice groove. It's it's pretty cool. I got two different gu- guitar parts, the clean, clean part, and then I got an overdrive part, like a dirty part. That's one thing that's different on this album is I use a little bit of overdrive, like distorted guitar, which I don't have um, on other albums. I've kept it all clean.
0: systems yeah i don't know i don't really have much to
1: say about my songs other than please listen to them and i hope you like them (laughs) it's a song it's a little tune i have a lot of faith in it i believe in it i love it i think it's nice i enjoy playing it uh live um can't i can't wait to perform these songs with my band got official soul of the earth uh masks I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be for sale on our website com, and then also at the uh at my release show i'll have them at every show i do probably now
0: i'm gonna order one and take a picture of myself wearing it
1: there you go yeah they're yep. cool masks
0: yeah yeah let's just wear the mask um <laughs> But I know a lot of areas, the, the numbers are going down. Are you looking forward to being able to play at more places than just like little restaurants? Is that well, in your of future? Course.
1: Well, of course. I mean, we, we've got the, the socially distanced lawn concert coming up. So we, we're already playing in some, uh, you know, a little bit more than just a small restaurant. And, but yeah, um, I'm, I'm down for whatever. I want to get out and be playing all the time. Like I was... This time last year I think I was doing like 20 to 25 shows a month. And now yeah. it's like 5 or 6. So yeah, I want to get back to doing what I love all the time, but it, it but you know, I don't I like to take everything as an opportunity as an a, and a blessing. So you just rather than lay around and cry about what's not happening, it will take advantage of what is happening. I like that. Just check out the album. It'll be every. Everywhere is, of course, on AdiTheMonk.com. Like I'm saying, I've got my YouTube channel also. I'll keep posting videos up there. But um, Instagram and Facebook, just follow me. Check out my music. I hope you like it. (laughs)
0: All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Sound Pollution with Mr. Adi the Monk. As usual, all the information regarding the artist, their social media, their website, Sound Pollution and all its social media and websites are down below, um, along with a couple other I threw in just because it was touched on during the episode and because We are coming up on a very important election. Um, That's that's where I'll leave that. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week. And make sure that you get out there and you get Audie the Monk's new album. Again, all the links are below, but uh, his website is audiethemonk.com. Get out there, make some noise, and have a great day.